Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest your Hello, Edwin. Good morning, Andrew. It's Wednesday. Here we are continuing on Matthew chapter 23. You know, it's a special day. I often we think of Wednesday as hump day. But maybe, I don't know, maybe there's a reason we're talking about this in the order we are this week, because because I think you want to talk about the camels today. I did not even think <laughs> about day. that. It's the perfect day I to talk known. about the camels, because it's known. Wednesday. It's providential. It's it is. It's providential, completely. <laughs> I, I promise you, there was not a bit of me that thought about that. Whatever. That was a, that was a, little, that was a little wink and nod to all of our <laughs> faithful listeners. <laughs> Matthew chapter 23 I'm going to read verse 23 through 24. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you tithe mint and dill and cumin and have neglected the weightier matters of the law, justice, mercy, and faithfulness. These you ought to have done without neglecting the others. You blind guides, straining out a gnat and swallowing a camel. Is that all you're going to read? That's it. Are you sure? That's what I'm reading. Am I supposed to read more? Well, because, you know, the people... People that listened to yesterday's episode are still waiting for me to get done with my reading. They sure are. They're finally like, you know, let's just go to the next episode. I know. I I, I, I put the heavy burden <laughs> I on got you. All the woes, and you and you're just going to talk about camels on hump day. I'm just gonna. Yeah, That's we're just going to talk about That's one. That's perfect. Of them. It's, well, you know, some of us like to tie up heavy burdens on other people, and we're not going to lift them with even our little finger. There you go. <laughs> we got the so, levels going. Here's it's, the, it's true on levels. Here's here's the picture. Here's the picture. Okay, imagine a scene. I want you to imagine a scene. You're in a restaurant, and across the way you see a, a Jewish man sit down to dinner, and he orders camel steak. <gasps> well, that's a giveaway right there. That's a problem. That's that a problem. is a problem. So the waiter. I don't brings... think the Jews eat the camels. No, they're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. But so the 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 waiter brings out this huge slab of camel steak. The Jewish man just greedily, lustily grabs his fork and knife, starts cutting, takes a big, huge bite. Shoves it in his mouth. He's chewing it. He's sighing with satisfaction. You even hear almost a squeal of delight. But now that he's done with that bite, he realizes that he needs to wash it down. And so he reaches out and he grabs his glass. And, and as he's pulling his glass toward his mouth, he's, it's, it's almost like he forgot something. He sets it down. He pulls out a handkerchief and he sets it over the glass. And then he drinks his drink through the handkerchief. Mm-hmm. And of course... I mean, if you're like me, you, you can't contain yourself. You can't help yourself. You have to ask him, dude, what's up with the handkerchief? And his response, of course, is, well, look, according to the law, it is unlawful. Leviticus 11, 25, I'm not allowed to eat gnats. Gnats are unclean, and I've got to make sure to strain those out. And so just in case there's a gnat in this drink, uh, even if I couldn't see it, I'm going to strain it out so I always drink through my handkerchief. Now, this picture is even more funny if instead of a camel steak, you actually think of it as swallowing a whole camel. Yeah, like the whole camel. Here's this camel Which, stuck in his throat, and he's training out the gnats. I mean, it is. I And I guess I've, I've tended to think of it in more of that picture of, uh, <laughs> you know, kind of the absurd to make a point, which I know is a rhetorical advice. Yeah. A uh, device, rather. Um, yeah, like choking on <laughs> 
on this camel. Choking on the camel compared while to the, ti- the, yeah, the tiniest it's, little nap. It's, it's a ridiculous thing. Never say that Jesus didn't have a sense of humor. He yeah, clearly yeah, did. He yeah. absolutely would. Uh, so, yeah, ridiculous. It's just so. So you're kind of looking at a couple of things here, and you're reminding us if I'm if I'm picking up what you're saying first that really Jews don't eat camels or the bugs, right? So oddly enough, I was preaching on this one time and a brother came up to me afterwards and just thought I had really, really, you know, misstated things because he had actually lived in the Middle East and he said, look, the Arabs live by that same law and their favorite thing is camel steak. So you're wrong about that. And so I just have to go to Leviticus chapter 11 uh-huh. and verse 4, and here's what it says. Uh, actually, I'm going to back up. Let me, let me just get a, get a little context on this food law. Speak to the people of Israel. This is verse 2. Speak to the people of Israel, saying, These are the living things that you may eat among all the animals that are on the earth, whatever parts the hoof and is cloven-footed, and choose the cud among the animals you may eat. Nevertheless, among those that chew the cud or part the hoof, you shall not eat these, the camel, because, excuse me, because it chews the cud, but does not part the hoof. It is unclean to you. There you go. You shall not eat it. Don't eat the camel. Doesn't get more plain than that. I don't, I don't know about the folks in the, the Middle Eastern regions and Arabs well, and Muslims, know. and they're trying to find the law. If they say that it's okay to eat camel, they're not following Leviticus chapter 11 and verse four. There you go. Any more than these Pharisees who are swallowing camels and straining out gnats. There must be some rhetorical uh, device going on here, because, I mean, the Pharisees aren't really going to go eat camels. No, they're not. They're of course know. not. So what what do you think the lesson here is? You know, I, I think you've got four or five ideas about it. <laughs> maybe. 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 You, you just want me to list a bullet point of, of things I think about this? You know, if you want to share a bullet point, then we could just talk about it a little bit. <laughs> It's a winning formula for it, podcasts. It certainly is. So, so there are a few things that I do think that we're supposed to see here. I think, first of all, we need to remember that we are supposed to strain out gnats. Jesus okay. does not say, look, don't worry about the gnats. Just worry about the camels. He doesn't say, just find the big things and only care about that. Okay, because what he does say is, look, you, know, you, you should not have neglected mm-hmm. these weightier matters while you also did these finer details. So that's yeah. that's Jesus' own conclusion. He really does say you should have strained out both. Pa- pairing it up like it does with the, uh, you know, tithing of these spices, and and again, you think about the effort and meticulous energy necessary to tithe spice. Mm. Okay, details matter. Yeah, and it's not wrong to say that details matter, Mm-mm. but there is something here about priority and about greater matters. Yeah, so the second thing that he does say is that, you know, straining out camels really is more important than straining out gnats. Yeah, you don't want to choke on camel. While we're supposed to, camel. while we're supposed to do both, we do need to recognize a priority. He does say that justice, mercy, and faithfulness are weightier matters yeah. of the law above tithing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so that one should receive our priority. If we're going to if we're going to get involved in anything where we're where we're stretching ourselves and challenging ourselves, let's start with mercy and justice and faithfulness. We'll get to the tithing. But th- he really does point out there's a weightier matter here. That's a fascinating thought to me because you know, I I guess I, I guess I see here in teaching an idea that if we get our heart right, these other forms 
tend to follow. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if, if I am interested in justice and mercy and I have these heart issues, particularly toward my fellow man and toward God, something like tithing, even if it's going to be meticulous like tithing spices, that's going to fall in line because my heart is for God. Well, I think this is one of the other principles that we need to recognize, and this is the one that's, you know, often when we talk about parables, it's shocking, it, it, uh, it takes reality and then twists it and flips it on its head, right. and this is, one of the, this is one of the places where this parable does for us, because if we were really talking about Ooh, straining... you said the P word. Parable? You see a parable here? Well, yeah. So, <laughs> yes, I do. I see parables everywhere. So, I, I see I parables. parables. <laughs> so, here, here's, the, here's the key or one of the principles that I think we should recognize from this is that in in the physical realm, if I have a sieve that is fine enough to strain out gnats, it will also strain out camels. But in in the spiritual world, it doesn't work that way. Hmm. If I start with straining gnats, I may never get to the camels. But if I strain the camels properly, I'll strain out the proper gnats. When I get the big picture right, when Hmm. I'm really focused, here's, here's my illustration on this. All right. Um, I believe the scripture demonstrates that when we worship God, we are supposed to do some things. When churches come together to assemble, there are some things that we're supposed to do. We see that they sing. We see that they preach. We see that they pray. pray. And, you know, some of my brethren have come up with a list of things that are supposed to happen, and it often gets preached, the five acts of worship. And Mm -hmm. we'll hear, you know, we need to do the five acts of worship, sing and pray and preach and give and take the Lord's Supper. Supper. And boom, 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 boom. You know, that's okay, that's fine, but I will say that that approach is a gnat straining approach Hmm. because the bigger picture is I am supposed to worship in spirit and in truth. It is, it is. Not always easy to tell, have I worshiped in spirit and truth? It's easy to tell that I do one of those five things. Mm. But just because I did one of those five things doesn't mean I've worshiped in spirit and truth. Mm. But when I focus on worshiping in spirit and truth, I'll get the actions right. The actions that are supposed to be a part of worship, I'll get that right. Mm -hmm. But just because I got the gnats right doesn't mean I got the camels right. Does that make sense? Yeah, I see that. Just because I come up with a list of actions and I do those things Mm -hmm. doesn't mean I've actually worshiped. Mm -hmm. So, so I think that's a really powerful part. And I will say this, fourth, is that uh, we need to understand that straining out gnats won't make up for swallowing camels. Mm. Straining out gnats won't make up for swallowing camels. Here are these Pharisees. They went through some tedious measures to tithe, you know, dumping out their spice container on the counter. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, tithe. One, two. Man, can you imagine how many days it would take to do that when it was time? Yeah. So tedious. Yes. So you can see, but it won't make up for the fact that they weren't being just and merciful and faithful. I guess if I think about how that would look today, we can we can maybe justify sin in our life or secret sin if we say, but I mean, I'm always there at church. I'm always there at you church. You know, when Sunday, 10 o'clock rolls around, I'm there, man. I'm in my pew. Yeah. And the rest of the week, you know, I'm, you know, full of all kind of godlessness and foolishness. Well, absolutely. That's that's a part of the problem. And I know as we talk about some of these other woes, that kind of thing is going to come up as well. The, these external rituals. We're supposed to do them correctly. We are supposed to strain those gnats, but they do not make up for swallowing the camels. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Last, I think think we need to understand that relying on gnat straining is tempting because it is quantifiable. Relying on gnat straining is, is, is enticing because, well, like take tithing versus justice and mercy and faithfulness. Mm -hmm. 
it's easy to know when I've tithed. Right. All I have to do is count to 10. Mm-hmm. If I can count to 10, I can tithe. And at the end of the day, I can say, see there, I tithed. That's easy. How do I quantify justice, mercy, and faithfulness? Yeah. How do I quantify when I've done enough justice and mercy and faithfulness? Well, when you talk about those attitudes and outlooks, I don't know that you've ever done enough. That's the thing, isn't uh, it? Yeah. You can, you, I guess you can review your day. <laughs> How'd I do about it today? But yeah, those are, those are always there. Those are always needed. Which is, which is again, why... <laughs> and you don't need just a tenth of it either. That's right? exactly you, you right. You got to have all of that. That's why it is enticing to rely on the gnat straining because I, I, okay, here is enough. Here is enough. Mm-hmm. I'm now done with that. I tithed. I'm done with tithing until the next time that I have to tithe. Well, okay, let, let me go back to that picture of worship again. How easy it is when I think of worship as little more than doing five particular actions in a setting with the congregation. It's easy to walk in there, spend my hour, check the list off, and say, I did all five of those things. I'm done now until the next time. Right. But worship in spirit and in truth, man, that's... There's a lot more to that than just let me spend an hour with some people and do five things. It's it's really where's my heart? Where's my mind? What's my attitude? And it's the recognition that worship is not just something I do in the congregational setting. Sometimes I'm doing it by myself. Sometimes I'm doing that with my family. But every time, it's not worshiping because it's singing. It's worshiping because it is in spirit and truth. Yeah. Though when I worship, sometimes what I'm going to be doing is singing. Right. So does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And so we have these principles here, and I think this is what Jesus is driving home when he takes a look at these gnats and these camels. And what we're supposed to do is we are supposed to get the big picture right. We're supposed Mm -hmm. to get these camels out. And as we get the camels strained, the gnats will end up taking care of themselves for the most part. Yeah. Appreciate it so much. Appreciate you joining us for Text Talk today, this special camel-themed hump day edition. <laughs> uh, we'd love to uh, love to hear what you're learning from God's Word. Uh, always love to hear from you. Send us an email, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. Let's pray. Our great God and Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day, for your Word. We pray, God, that we might really take it to heart and and search out our hearts to make sure, Father, that our priorities are aligned with your priorities. Father, that we are not neglecting little things and details meaningful to you, but with a proper perspective, putting first things first. We pray that our hearts and attitudes, our minds might be devoted to you, to your cause, to your will, Father, and that our lives would, would follow in course. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna, Christ is captain of the mighty throne.